Hey, and welcome to another edition of the Wake Up Late with Dougie show. I am your host, Dougie Almeida, coming to you from Simpsonville, South Carolina, where I'm blending in. And we have a great show today. Speaking of South Carolina and the Greenville comedy scene, we've got two of their biggest stars uh, from the scene uh, that we're going to introduce to you in a minute. But we want to thank you so much for joining us. And don't forget, guys, share the video wherever you're seeing this. If you're seeing this on Facebook, we appreciate it. Go to YouTube and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you're watching this on YouTube, go to our Facebook and like our Facebook channel. And, uh, you know, in between the U porn and all that shit. All right. All right. Let's do this. Our show is very funny. I'm going to bring back. He's been on the show before. He's uh, Greenville's top guy. Head of the head of the comedy zone. He runs the fucking amateur program. And we got a lot of work to do, by the way, with that. I have Brandon Rainwater and Greenville's funniest young lady. Jazz Gills with us, everybody. What's up? Hi. What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome to the show. Now, Jazz, this is your first time. Like you said, uh, we were prepping on the show. You feel like you're on CNN? I do. <laughs> Very professional. <laughs> definitely going on my comedy resume. <laughs> I would love to see you take over for Don Lemon. That would be amazing. <laughs> I got the look. I'm ready. I just need an opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> just got to be just got to be black to take over. That's the look. Just black. Well, you got to be black. I guess you got to be gay because Don Lemon was gay, right? I don't know. I mean, I, I that tells you how much I watch the news. Yeah. I think he was. Yeah, he was gay. Because <laughs> if he's not and you're saying you think he is, you see what I'm saying? Well, I know he's gay because he, he blew me in a bathroom one time in Chicago. No, I'm <laughs> gay. I was oh, just wow. uh, I was gonna say Dougie gonna get fired from his own show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get the fuck I'm, I'm not saying, only you only know is to know. <laughs> now, you know. Yeah, there you go. Um well Brandon's been on the show once before, I believe, and um Brandon is uh, touring the country, opening for Ginger Billy, and he's breaking out on his own. He's got shitload of followers, he's killing it on social media and uh making a lot of money so if, if anybody needs some money go to brandon uh he's got plenty of cash to loan. i don't know about that <laughs> <laughs> i know <laughs> yeah <laughs> i got you i got you me and Dougie okay. gonna chip in together get her get her some Dougie, new nails it's black people rich and white people rich is there is there a difference yes so yes. what would you say what would you say is the is the point where as a black person you've reached richness like what would that be what what is that like that telling moment what is that barrier that's broken when you can put your bills on auto pay <laughs> yeah. that's the first one <laughs> you don't have to worry one. about it <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> get gas and not look just put the nozzle in the gas and walk off that's another yeah it's level that's funny. Yeah. You, you never you don't, you don't have to worry about it coming out of the account. Just go ahead and do it. Yeah, just auto pay and set it and forget it. There you go. I think that's. I remember. I remember that moment. I remember that. I. I. When you as soon as you said that, I remember that moment where it wasn't like I had to worry. You know, like is it going to be? And and how great was that? You're younger, Jazz, and you and Brandon, you're younger than me. But I remember when we were able to use the computer. Like when you once you set up an online account with your bank. And you, instead of like mail and stamp, write the envelope, write the check, 
you know, you, you just had to fill it in and then a boom, gone. Great, great invention. <laughs> I, I, you know what I mean? It, it, be, it became very, it became very important when I had to take over my mom and dad's bills because my mother would go to like Walgreens and she would spend mm -hmm. like four or $500 in Walgreens. And I'm like, what? And I go to her house and I'd open the, the medicine cabinet and she'd have 15 jars of oil of Olay, <laughs> you know, and, and like, like she was just crazy about that shit. So I had to take over the bills. Now, Jazz, I have to send you a new show and ladies first. Uh, how long have you been in this comedy business, Jazz? Uh, six years. I've been entertaining people for six years. So, yeah, it'll be seven this coming summer. Nice. And, you know, some people are whispering that you might be leaving eventually. You might be going on to more prosperous comedy event uh, areas. We will see. I'm always trying to grow. Like, at, um, Greenville will always be my, my comedy home. But, you know, just like a baby bird, you got to see if you can fly somewhere else. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I hear that. Brandon's all over the place now. Yeah, Brandon, you you thinking about leaving, leaving us? Are you thinking about no, moving? I'm, to I mean, I'm, I'm at this moment. No, I mean, um, with social media and everything, I kind of feel like I can stay put where I'm at at least for now until you know someone asks me to leave. When someone you know, if I get the opportunity and say, "Hey, we need you here," that'll change. But as of right now, I'm 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 cool, at least for now. Got an airport. I can get it from most places I need to go to. There you go. I, I I think one of the biggest concerns I have now that I moved and relocated a couple of years ago to Greenville was, oh, my God, what would I do if Comedy Zone closed? <laughs> It'll be like, oh, shit, you know. Yeah. Now, I've said I've said this in the last couple of shows. Last week I had J uh, Jacob Nolan and, of course, David Zaslov on the show. And as I tour the country, I brag about our open mic, which Brandon has a big part of running it and jazz as well. And, um, you know, and, and I boast, I boast about it. And I say, look, we got a great open mic. We get 20, 30, 40, 60, 80 people in there paying 15 bucks to watch it. And I, I recently spoke to somebody when I was in Atlanta and they go, oh my God, not, I don't think it was great. I was there and the comics were horrible. And I was like, oh, well, so, um, you know, that's not the point. I said, you know, it's the venue, you know, it's the venue. It's, you know, let's not yeah, talk about yeah, yeah, talent. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, we do, we do, we could get a, we could get a, some, you know, we could get a couple more comics in here who, you know, up to par, but. But everything <laughs> you know, has, yeah. Was yeah, that Jan? Our, our top comics, yeah. All top comments can go with any top comments in any level. And just once you get past like the first, you know, the top eight to 10, then it gets thin, you know, gets thin. So, what, that. so what you're saying, if the Greenville comedy scene was a basketball team, we'd do okay in the first quarter, but when the bench come in, we get our asses kicked. Um, yeah, yeah, when the bench come in, we're in trouble. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we, we, we'll hang in with Alabama for a little while. Yeah. Then it's going to get really, uh, really, 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 really ugly. Now, I, I, I spoke with this, uh, actually, David and Jacob and I spoke about this. And, uh, you know, again, Brandon's a big part of running the open mics. We've had we've had writers meetings. And, uh, you know, last uh, from a few weeks ago, I suggested to you, let's have a uh, talk with Jesus meeting with all the comics, um, because there were some issues, you know, uh, 
you know, I've, I've already set out, I, I mentioned this already on Facebook, you know, listen, uh, it, don't come to an open mic and do crowd work. Okay. Don't come to an open mic and do crowd work. You know, uh, any thoughts on that? Like for example, jazz will come and she'll bring her iPad on stage and she'll go, these are jokes I'm working on. And she'll go through them. It's great. Cause she wants, you want to get the, that, you know, that's what I go to an open mic with. I come out with new premises and see if it catches, see if there's something that I can mm-hmm. work with. You know, even if I don't have a joke, I just try to come up with a say something and see if it's funny. Right. Um, yeah. Jazz, what's your goal of an open, when you go to an open mic, what's your goal? Um, I think the goal should always be to grow, um, to take something away from every experience. So if you're up there and you've been doing the same joke over and over again every week and it's not hitting, you probably need to retire that joke. Um, it's That's what open mic is for. If it hits, you can see how you can build off of it, make it grow some more. But for me, open mic is practice. As you guys know, like when you're doing 45 minutes, 50 minutes for a show, you don't have time to spread your wings at an open mic. So you're just like, I'm going to try this now, or you either get to try this showcase, one of the two. Yeah. What do you think, Brandon? Yeah, I like the same. I always, always uh, tell comments. I used to say it was crazy over and over. Look at those like five pieces. And okay, if you know these two pieces always hit, they build up. So I'm always trying to, you know, build up the other pieces and make the joke. So. Same thing. You come there, get some work in, some new jokes. Um, if it's a big crowd, do maybe one or two jokes that you love and one or two new jokes. But you should always be trying to work on some stuff. Yeah, it's funny. You guys are in the same location, but her internet's much better than yours right now. <laughs> you, you, really? you seem like you're. Yeah, you seem like you seem like you're on the fucking space shuttle right now, reporting in <laughs> to NASA. <laughs> He's recording off the Let me move like then. Yeah, he's in the there corner between the. There we go. There we go. Um, hey, yeah. So now, one of the things while you're doing that, one of the things somebody said to me, because sometimes in our open mic, you know, it's a great venue. It's, you know, we got a crowd. Everything's great. Great sound system. Uh, you know, but sometimes we have 20 to 20 something comics going up. You know, and we're giving and we're giving them five minutes. Right. So one of the things that I request and one of the things I'm going to throw into the suggestion box is maybe we should start giving the comics since there's so many and the talent is a certain way. Maybe we should start giving them three to five minutes. Yeah, that's actually. Yeah, that's actually what it's supposed to be. Um, You're supposed to get three to five minutes and. If you're not doing well, it's at the DJ's discretion. It's supposed to like light you early. You know, um, it depends who's back there or how that goes. Sometimes we have the right DJ back there, he will light them faster. Sometimes you have the other another DJ back there and they just like, okay, everybody can stay five minutes. But if you're not getting the right amount of laughs, we're supposed to, you know, since we let anyone sign up, we're supposed to for a lesser word, kind of like punish you if you're not getting laughs you're supposed to get hey you're not trying to get the laughs you're not getting the laughs light them early come back next week and try again yeah i, so I think if any three to five but, got, yeah if somebody's not doing well you get it you get a one minute light so if you're not doing well at two minutes you're going to get a light uh you know and here's the thing i think some we should have like a, one of those was like in the apollo the sandman comes out with the can like if somebody walks out on stage and goes what do you guys want to talk about just pull them the fuck off the stage you know I, like yeah. 
there, nothing <laughs> aggravates me more besides, you know, like when they come up, so what do you guys want to talk about? You know, and they come up or they start dancing around for five minutes. Like, just, you know, you know, just get to the fucking shit. You know, it's like you're mm-hmm. obviously wasting time. Even though we're telling jokes, there's still a level of seriousness and professionalism that you're supposed to bring with you, even at an open mic, even if it's two to three people in the audience, like you're, we're up here to entertain. And I think sometimes people get so lost in it and just like, I'm in the lights, people are listening to me, let me tell them how I say percent by switching to Geico. It's like, that is not what we're here for. <laughs> like, where are the jokes? Where's the entertainment? So I, I really wish, and this is just for like comics period, not just in our scene. I really wish people would try to get back to entertaining. Lately, I've been seeing a lot of shock value and a lot of just offensive comedy. And it's like, I get that, but what does comedy mean to you? Because that's why, yeah. that's why we're at the end of the day. I mean, part of the having the meeting, I wanted to ask them, like, what is your goal of the open mic? Are you a hobbyist? Are you just coming out here like it's karaoke? Are you actually trying to get work? Are you hoping that the Comedy Zone is going to hire you? Because it really, to me, the open mic is a farm system for the Comedy Zone to find hosts. And it, right, it, and, it, it is. Mm-hmm. And and you know, you want to come up, and you know, if your first joke is an ass eating joke, uh, you know, and then where do you go from there? You know, it's funny somebody will come out with an ass eating joke, and then they'll tell a joke about their girlfriend, and then they'll tell a joke about eating Oreo. I don't, know. you know, it's like it's like, listen, maybe you should save the ass eating joke for the end of the fucking set. You know, um, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, but nevertheless, and because that's what we want. We want we want to have we want it. We, we want a host. You know, we want to have hosts that can come up and do. And that's that's listen, as a comic, that's always your goal, right? You want to be a host then you want to be a feature. Then you want to be a headliner. That should be the normal progression. Yeah. Um, the yeah. way it goes. They, that's the way it goes. Coming Zone asked me um, one of the bookers for Coming Zone asked me a couple months back if I could tell him of any features that he didn't know of in the area and you know the people i named he already knew pretty much you know and he's like and, and no one else besides those i was like no and i could you know i couldn't name anyone besides the ones that i had already told him about before and he was like okay man i'm just seeing it with anyone we need to be keeping our eye on and i was like not right now and i told those guys that i was like hey man listen like you gotta give me something to do if i can't you know be confident that you can do five minutes in front of a, you know, a sold out crowd on Friday and Saturday or not even sold out crowd, just five minutes of good material. I can't trust you. Then I can definitely can't recommend you for nothing else. It sucks, but. It also makes it harder to book local people for shows. And I'm pretty sure every scene has this problem, but when you can only do five minutes or 10 minutes and I need you for 20, like I, I need a good, 20 minutes and i hate when people are like well i have 10 but i can give you 20 no you can't <laughs> no you i don't want it <laughs> like yeah yeah so yeah they're gonna repeat their jokes in a different tone okay i'm gonna just go back and start <laughs> over uh it, it's true well that's what i think i think that's what we're seeing with this crowd work nonsense at the open mic you know i i, I won't mention the person but i said to somebody like you know you you got to work on your act and after i spoke to that person they, the next open mic they were doing that and then two minutes into their set it wasn't getting their material wasn't doing well and they reverted back to the crowd work and i'm like you know i and i told this person i said look i've never met a comic that ever got hired for doing crowd work you know what i mean i've met comics that didn't get work because they did too much crowd work you know what i mean but it never it's never been a decision process of doing it right and then 
you know, and then, you know, like I had a habit sometimes of going on there, like somebody would go up and I would make fun of, you know, kind of say something about the person who went up. And then we had the newer comics trying to do the same shit. And like, look, you are not, you are not a proficient enough. You are not talented enough to fucking roast somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, just, just stick to the game. Right. Um, I do think thing. sometimes that's where the older people well, like the, the people who've been doing comedy more jump in because I know from personal experience, when I first started doing comedy, <laughs> straight crowd work, I didn't even know what crowd work was. Like, I was just like, this is my style of comedy, but it was nothing but crowd work. And I had a competition one time and I won it. And when I came off stage, someone was like, you didn't tell any jokes. I was like, but the people like the people enjoyed it. But someone else had to tell me, you need to focus more on your jokes than your crowd work because crowd work was working so well for me. I wasn't going to try to fix anything that was working greatly. But now like that, I work on, oh, that makes me even tougher. Like, because I know I can go to crowd work, but I also have jokes for you. So, yeah, people do need to be called out sometimes in a way to help them grow. Can I ask you that, Jack? That's important because that's a big part about growth. Like you said, it's always about growing. You know, when somebody makes says something to you like that, you know, some people can go, oh, what do you know? Or what do you, you know? You don't know me. And, or you could just say, you know what? That was constructive. That was somebody telling me, like, no matter how great you just felt about what you just did. You know, it's like I'm sure you were a little down. Like you're like you said, you're happy you wanted shit. But some you you yeah. were, you, you you're mature enough to say, you know what? I need to fucking listen to what that person just said to me. Absolutely. I would be completely, it would be like just idiotic of me. And this person was like a seasoned person in our company scene. It'd be very stupid of me to just be like, they don't know what they're talking about. I'm doing great on my own. But after they gave me that advice and I started working on my jokes, like it just made me an even better comedian. Because I can always fall back on crowd work. That's, that's nothing. But when it comes to writing jokes, I'm also super really good at that too so it's you have to have somebody i feel like more people need to start calling people out on their stuff because you won't know until somebody says something to you any thoughts on that brandon no no this i think that a lot of people want to do crowd work but just like i just said you know when i first came in i did a lot of crowd work no one usually doesn't tell about it or correct you about it because you know it's getting laughs you know, so by the time you figure out about it, it's usually a little bit later on. And if you're going to do, like, I'll do crowd work, but, like, my crowd work leads into a joke. I do, you know, if I do 30 seconds of crowd work, then I'm going to do five minutes of jokes right after that. Then if I do, you know, a minute of crowd work, then I'm going to do 10 minutes of jokes. You have to have enough material to be able to pull for if someone says something, you know, about their mom, you you do a little something about their mom, but you have enough jokes. So that's that's what I think a lot of it is these guys want to just get up there and do crowd work with no end to it, with no joke, no nothing there to go from there. It's like you do, the crowd work is just gonna be your introduction, but from there, you got it has it's, to me it should lead to a joke at some point in time. If it never leads to a joke, then it's it's too many other things that factor into it for it not to be whether it's a good set or not a good set. You know, the crowd may like it, but then when you go home, as you're like, oh, man, such and such was funny. What was, what was that joke about? You had to be there, man. He picked that this dude in the audience about such and such. Okay, but tell me a joke about it that you can take for it. So that's when, you know, when I started, you know, I was doing shows with, it was only having two or three people. And it was the same two or three people. And it was asking to come a headline each week. So I was like, okay, I got to write jokes now. Because no one ever tells you. Bookers, a lot of bookers won't tell you because you're... 
You're good at closing the show. You're funny. The crowd enjoys it. So they don't. There's no need for a booker, you know, a little booker who's only paying you fifty dollars for the show to tell you, hey man, you need to work on it. And you find out later. I found out by myself. No one ever told me. So I kind of yeah. found out through trial and error. You know. The the best criticism I, I ever. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jess. Um, Brandon brought up a valid point. I think sometimes people think crowd work is just asking a series of questions. Do y'all have any kids? Y'all married? Y'all know y'all grandmas? Okay, well, let me tell you about the story of me in high school. And it's like, why did you just ask those three yeah. questions? Like, they have nothing to do with what you're talking about. Yeah. Crowd work. Somebody yeah. once said, like, it's crowd manipulation. I think I got that from Brandon. It's just like you. That's me. I do crowd, I do crowd manipulation. I don't do crowd work no more. <laughs> Yeah, because the difference is, is crowd manipulation is that I have so much off so many topics that you're going to say something that I can lead into a joke. So I may start off, I may actually like, hey, we got any couples in the house? But hey, a couples, how long you guys been married? Okay, from there, I'm going to say, let me tell you the difference between couples who been married together the past 10 years compared to five. And that's a whole 15 minute bit about that. So it's crowd manipulation because it's random questions that they feel like they're getting, but I already know where I want to lead you to. So I was like, you guys are throwing crowd work out there with the hopes of that you can grab something that's funny enough to become a joke. I already have a joke based off of these questions. No matter what they say, how long you guys been together? Two years. How long have you guys been together? hundred years. I already got a joke lined up for it. That's yeah. the only part right there. So it's crowd manipulation. They feeling good about it. The crowd is involved. But from here, now come on with me. Watch this. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's a great distinction. Crowd work. Versus it's time. Crowd it takes time and learning on your own. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have to, you, well, two things like one thing is, you know, like you both is like jazz. It's a, you have a personality so you can get away with doing crowd work because you're interesting on stage. You have a personality, uh, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. You have to be interesting and, and, and that can carry people. But like you said, then it comes to a time where, you know, you, you got to come up with material. Like if the crowd, if you go into a crowd and you ask them a question, they are not answering and they're just quiet crowd. You're, you're yeah. done. You're done. And, and you, yeah. And, and, and like you said, you know, I yeah. listen, there are people that could do crowd work because they're quick and they're quick witted. You know, like I'm not gonna, like me, but, but, but you know, I love doing it because shit, I've been doing this 17 years. I toured, I've been, I yeah, performed over 40 something yeah. States. So you've been through it. You've yeah. been in the trenches. You've had shit happen, you know, and, and, and you're ready. And like you said, like jazz, nothing, it makes me, where are you from? Oh yeah. Did you born there? Oh, you got any kids? Like, where the fuck is this going? What are you, a census taker? Nowhere. Like, you know what I mean? It's going nowhere. Hey. You know, and they're just, they're fishing for something funny, and they have no idea what the fuck they're doing. And it's like crowd no, work should they're, not they're be hoping, forced. They're, hoping. they're no. waiting for it. And, they, and they want the, the thing, crowd to write their it. joke. What was that, Brandon? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, guys, you're like, oh, Brandon, I'll try some crowd work like how you do. I said, that's I don't do that. I don't know what you just did, but I've never done that. I've never done it because they don't know when to stop it. Like if you ask something, like you said, and it's not there, it's like, okay, you guys don't want to hear that. You're not, you're not participating. I'm done with it. But they just, like Jad says, you guys been married. I know you've been married. You like, you love her. Okay. Well, let me say some more stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's like, they got a fucking checklist, you know, like, hold on. <laughs> I mean, it's like, oh, and, and, and it's funny. And, uh, you know, and I am that way. I've always been the person that has to stand up because, you know, I, when I was started out, I was like that. You know, I was always naturally funny and this and that. And I, you know, but and I had this guy come up to me after and I'm all high on my set. And the guy and I said, what would you think? The guy says, you got a lot to learn. I went, 
Now, the, the difference between me, I'm, I was older. I didn't start when I was 20. You know, I've been in the martial arts. I've been, I'm a professional. So I listened, you know what I mean? And it hit me. And it, and it was the most profound advice I'd got early is that there's a lot of shit I got to learn, you know, and, and that's the way I took it on. And I, I think it's important. And one of the things I like about that, especially Brandon and I are very common with that, is that when something's going on, I'm going to tell them, you know, and, and like yeah. when the comic, this particular comic came up to me and said, what'd you think of my set? I'm like, well, what the fuck are you doing crowd work at an open mic for? Like, what do you mean? I'm like, you know, I don't get it, you know? So that's uh, new, I, man. That's new. Like a lot of companies you want to come and work on it. It's like, oh, I want to work on it because this, this, this. I was like, man, I, I don't know what you just did, but whatever you're trying to do, it then it wasn't successful. So stop. Yeah. So, so let's talk about some things. Let's talk about where we're going. Uh, you know, let's start with Brandon. Brandon's got a lot of shit going on. He is breaking out like, like crazy. I'm, I'm trying to hook my fucking, my, uh, my caboose onto that guy. I'm even saying, I mean, I've even had that conversation with Brandon, like, Hey man, if you need an opener, you know, I'm glad. To open <laughs> you know, how, how often, let me, let me ask you that. How often do you get people asking that? And number one, and number two, how do you handle it when you know damn well, you're never going to have that person open for you? No, no, man. Like I, I listen, you know, and I, I know that what I hope is that when I am like make it to the level where I'm going to is that I will be able to throw a lot of people, you know, a, a line to say, hey, man, come up and throw some stuff like that. So if I get situated good enough to even bring some people with me or either be able to tell a club, hey, this guy's funny. You want to bring them too. But um, yeah, it, it ain't for everybody. A lot of, a lot of people say it, but it ain't for everybody. And I'll, I'll tell them, hey, man, you you know, I do this and that. Yours don't match with my style, you know. I, so you'll tell them. You'll tell them. You'll tell them. You'll tell yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. I, I make it nice, but I'm like, nah, man. If, if if it ain't for me, if it ain't for me, I'm like, yeah, man. No, bro. You know, you know me. And you ain't gonna work. I just I say it nice, but I'll I will tell them. Well, when I asked Brand, when I asked Brandon, he goes, well, you know, I like you, Dougie, but you're white, and. Uh, <laughs> I I mean, I had somebody ask me that today. I didn't even know. I didn't even know this person. Like, hey, if you need a solid opener and they sent me a video and stuff like that, I'm like, I I got like, I got like, like I have like, here's my list, especially so far for Greenville. If I do shows in the South Carolina area, I use Chris Wilson. I think he can open up. You know, I've used Jacob Nolan for a bit. I've had combined features. You know, if somebody can't do 25, 30, I'll get two people to do 15 or 12. Right. Um, but what is that noise? But, um, but, uh, yeah, you show it jazz. Have you ever had that? You had somebody ask you that? Like, can you open for, like, can I open for you? Can I, can I, can I come and open for you? Uh, I've had people try to just, yeah, throw themselves on shows and I'm just like, the budget's full. I'm so sorry. Maybe next time. <laughs> the budget's full. It's, it's crazy. Um, it'll be people who have done one open mic and they'll be like well can i be on your next show or and i'm just like you don't want to practice no more you don't you don't want to try to get better at it um you try not to be rude or anything with some people but sometimes you just gotta be like no it's a no yeah i think that's great i mean a lot of people will try to be polite and i'll let you know i'll let you know you know but uh it's like when a club when you try to get into a club you try to book a club and like hey anything's coming open if you have anything open they're like yeah i'll let you know like oh fuck like that where it's hurt, you know. Um, <laughs> Just inform me. Yeah. I think I'm yeah. gonna have company. Well, now we, we got the cameraman getting you guys together. This this looks like this we're on the news and we're gonna hear from you guys. 
Like, you know. It looked like we just lost our kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we just told him to come back home. You can see us. We love you. We love you. <laughs> Mom's worried about you. Just come home. Just Jazz come and home. Brandon. Jazz and Brandon's son became a daughter with when the school the school set up the <laughs> whole sex game. It's about the Um we were talking before we a little technical stuff we gotta fix, but we're talking about like you know, as a comic, a lot of t- here, two things, two things that are interesting, either one of two things that always happen. Number one, somebody sees that you're working and say, hey, if you ever need an opener, we're talking about that. So, you know, I've even like I said, I've already admitted I bug Brandon because now he's fucking t- taken off. I'm like, I wanted to, you know, put my fucking caboose onto that train. You know what I mean? Uh, and we talked a little bit about that. Um, and it's interesting, you know, like in Florida, I've got three or four guys that open for me. You know, I use that are my go to guys. These are the people I'll ask and things like that. And you want to spread the wealth. And that's always, I always felt great when I would get an opportunities, I would always want to offer that to other comics. And sometimes you get other comics, you man, like, why aren't you asking me? I'm like, well, because you suck. You know what I mean? Uh, you know what I mean? I don't know what to tell you. And it, but sometimes Very that honesty, we're talking about a little earlier, that honesty may, you know, may crush people and some people may take it, take <clears throat> that and become stronger with it. Right. Um, and that's yeah. a big part. It's a, you, I don't think you could be successful if you're that easily torn down. I really don't. Well, is these is these is the uh, the COVID comics? They're different. That's what we always said. The COVID comics are different than the comics that came before the COVID. Um, that group that came in right after COVID, man, is just the, they all. It's a lot of comics. They all group together. They all pat each other on the back. Good set, bad set. They all book each other, and they don't. If I see a comic when I first came in the comic, if I seen a comic do better than me, and everybody's like, oh my gosh, you know, Dougie killed it, and I was like, you guys think Dougie's funny? Wait till I get up there then. You know, they are on the other hand, they're like, Doug is funny. Oh yeah, man, he's the best. Don't want to don't want to reach your level, just happy with you being better. And I'm like, I'm not happy with someone consistently being better than me. Everyone has a good night, everyone has a great night, everyone has an off night. But if someone's continuing to kick in my butt, for me, it makes me want to work better. And they're just like, No, I'm okay with him being better. Hopefully he just books yeah. me every now and then. I'm okay with that. At least I know him. It's like, no. Yeah. Get yeah. better. You also have to be cautious on who you look up to for advice because that will hinder your comedy career more than you actually think. Um, I wouldn't dare go to someone who's not actively working in the comedy scene for advice, but some people are like, this seems like this seems like the perfect person to go to and ask yeah. questions. It's just like, do as you please, but it's gonna cost you. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and like it, it, it's the complete opposite of that. Like like you said, sometimes you know, like, I, you know, I, I love, <laughs> we had a guy in South Florida that would give advice. Like when I tour, when I tour, I'm like, what do you mean when you tour from one, one exit off 95 to the other, your fucking tour? What do you mean from one open mic to another? It's like when it's, it's great when, you know, people get excited about comedy, go, here's my next shows. And they post, I'm going to be at this open mic. I'm going to be at this open mic. I'm, this <laughs> mic. I'm like, bitch, you're not even getting it. paid. Why are you promoting that shit? You know what I mean? But listen, it, it's, it's part of the excitement. I get it. You know what I mean? Everybody's been caught up in the excitement of doing comedy, you know? Um, but, um, but you know, nevertheless, uh, you know, I, uh, the other thing I was going to say, the other thing was, the other thing was, was, um, oh shit, we broke on that. Uh, uh, oh, when, when you work a place, like how many times have you done a show at a club and all of a sudden you start getting these emails? Hey, who books that shit? You know? Hey, can you hook, can you hook me up with the club? I'm like, yeah, you know, why don't, no. let me ask you, I, <laughs> no, I can't. 
what is the risk? I'll ask you both. What is the risk of referring somebody? If you're going to refer a comic, what what are you what are you really putting as the person referring the person? What are you putting at risk? Well, like I feel like um, most importantly, like your your reference. Like if I, it's the same thing like a job referral. You know, if I refer you, if I refer someone, I'm, and I'm usually thinking in my head, okay, this comic in my head is at least on my caliber in a lot of things. I know I, they're, they're consistent. They're gonna make you laugh. So when if I refer somebody. I'm going to ask them what they're looking for. You say, hey, Brandon, I wanted you, but you said you booked. So you're looking for someone who you, who's on that level. So that list goes small. You know, if you say, hey, man, I just want somebody to do five minutes, then that's a different list, you know. But for me to refer somebody, I got to know that your success rate is at least 70 to 80%. Because everyone has a one-off when you're funny. So it's always, no matter how bad a comic is, they've always had one time where they've done decent. But the distance in between how often you do good is what I look at. If you're doing good, do 10 shows, and 9 out of 10 shows you're doing good, 8 out of 10, cool. When you get down there, you're doing 10 shows, and only 3 of them you're doing good, I got that for you. Yeah, yeah that's a great point. So I want, I want my name to be, if I tell you, hey, man, he's funny, they don't got to send a reel, they don't got to send a tape, that's enough. Be like, hey, man, he's good. Oh, yeah, buddy, you straight. Just do some right here. You can do whatever you need him to do. Okay, cool. So it depends on what they ask for. But yeah, when I've, if I'm referring somebody, I'm going to ask them what you're looking for and what you need. And then I'll, that's when I dig into my bag. You know, you know, like, you know, agree with we got a shortage of digging a bag, Kermit. Is it a bag? It's not a bag. It's probably a ketchup bag. <laughs> is it a satchel? <laughs> is, it, is it a bowl? Can it be a bowl? Can we have a bowl? Maybe um, not a bag. <laughs> it's not a bag. It's not that full. Um, you know, and that we got time to build that. And, you know, like, like we said a little earlier, you know, I'm, I'm all for that. I'm, I'm all, you know, I, I enjoyed coming here. You guys have taken me in. Well, you know, when I moved here, it was great to fit in out of nowhere. And, uh, you know, you guys showed me love and, you know, I, I, I admire that position of being a veteran comic and helping, you know, cause I've always been that way. I like to help, but, uh, you know, if you, if you ask for help, you, you need to be ready to hear what, what you're going to hear. And, you know, a lot of times people say, what do you think yeah. of my set? And I'll say, well, do you want me to just blow smoke up your ass or do you want me to tell you something that should help? You know, you got to do that. Um, uh, you know, that kind of thing. All right, let's get into, let's get into the segment. Let me ask you, I got a few funny uh, questions. I want to ask you guys okay. and hear your opinions. All right. Uh, uh, do you, uh, let me start with you. Uh, I'll start with you on this one, Brandon, but do you think Lizzo is sexy? We've seen all, all we have seen on the news in the last week is Lizzo and fucking some, highlighter marks around her body and shit and she's she says she's beautiful and uh and all this kind of thing and you know what i think she's incredibly talented but uh you know i relate to when somebody says they're cool when somebody tells me they're cool they're probably not cool you don't you know you can't just <laughs> so brandon and i and i know you got a beautiful black woman sitting next to you you know i don't want to cause any rift <laughs> She may have her own opinion, and uh, but you know, do you think Lizzo is sexy, Brandon? Uh, I think I think Lizzo has sex appeal. I think some of the things she do sometimes she may go too far with it. I think she has I think she has sex appeal, but she always takes it a little too far. Like she stopped about right here, and she went she was about right here with sex, and then Lizzo's like, "This is this is sexy." Okay, I'm going all the way. So she just goes a little too far. She'd be so close. It's like, okay, Lizzo. Maybe don't show all of this. Maybe just show this part out. You know, Liz was like, nope, I'm gonna show it off. So she 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 be on the right track, man. She just goes yeah. to, okay, Lizzo, maybe, maybe a two-piece. 
Lizzo was like, nope, nope, nope. I'm gonna have two screens right here. One right here, one right here. Yeah. I'm like, no, Lizzo, that's not that's what she <laughs> So she had sex appeal. She just goes too far. She just yeah, she she red lines too much. She's gonna red line. Yeah, that's it's okay that. for her to pose. It's okay for her to pose, but to bend over yeah. in front of the camera <laughs> may not be a good idea. Posing she in front of a bending Yeah, you bending she over and then lines. it's just too much. What do you think, Chad? That's what I say. Listen, she be right there and then she realign it. Like, I think she has sex appeal, but she, I tell you, I said, Lizzo, she be right there in it. Like, okay, cool. Be confident. That's a cute outfit. And she's like, you like the outfit? And whatever I do is split and bring the camera in this close. Like, they, you just did too much. Do a split. Realigned. Realigned. What do you think, Jazz? You, do you red, have you ever red line, Jazz? Have you ever? Uh, uh, I'm not that, I'm not that risque. Uh, I, I think Lizzo is beautiful. I do. And I probably like as a bigger girl, girl, do whatever you feel. Sometimes I just feel like women in general, not just plus size people or like small people. I'd be like, girl, we're, we don't leave nothing to the imagination no more. Like you can see everything on the internet. And I'm like, okay, somebody's into Lizzo, somebody somebody she she yeah somebody's gonna be into it so for me um it's not my cup of tea but i don't knock her for doing it um yeah a lot of people yeah. like i feel like nowadays people be like they're happy about something but they still want to be socially accepted and it's like if you're truly happy about it does it matter what anyone else says if i do walk around in a two-piece in my living room with a clarinet coming down my steps that's between me and my house. Like, I don't feel like I need to post that and be like, hey, I'm sexy, right? You guys think I'm sexy. Not knocking Lizzo, and not, but women in general, I think we have moved to a, a age where it's like everybody wants to, everybody wants attention for their body. Nobody really yeah. cares about it. And she's super talented. Like, here's the thing. If Lizzo never did that, she is super talented. Like, the girl can perform her tail off, but she feels it's necessary to do that type of stuff. And I get it. Big people feel like they need representation, but it's just like, I want everybody to go away. Well, if she's going to perform. If she's going to perform that tail off, she's got a lot of performing to do. I am, um, you know, uh, <laughs> and listen, by the way, I didn't know that wind, wind, uh, wind, uh, was that reef or wind, I don't know, wind instruments like the clarinet Woodwinds. could be sexy. Woodwinds. Yeah. The reef Woodwinds. and, the, the what's that called the the, the I don't know. anyway uh but yeah i i listen i i just it's always scary you know i like you said i think she's very talented and stuff and she's finding an angle you know like this but enough like i you know let me i don't i don't find her sexy at all i think she's talented i love her i love her energy i love her confidence i think that's all great but like you said red line red line like you know enough's enough i don't need to see i don't want to see that person bending over in front of my camera um, it's just not what I need. Can I ask you something? Uh, yeah. How do you feel about Meg the Stallion? I, I, yeah, I, I, I think she's sexier. Right? Do I have her, Meg Stallion? Did she do something with Meg Cardi Stallion, B? Was that, yeah. she was, did, did uh -huh, she do yeah, something? Yeah. Okay. I think I remember she had it. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I love the sisters. Listen, you know, I, you know, <laughs> that's what I, Jazz was trying to answer when I asked. I see what you did just there. Yeah. I already knew what that was. Yeah. That's no. a trick question. No, I knew what it was there. I was like, don't take the bait, Daggy. 
I'm down with the brown. Listen, I was down with the brown in middle school. I was down with the brown in middle school. And and I, I'd like to say it was because, but I, I think I was intrigued because the brown was down with me. Like, I, you know, I had that bubble butt. I always had that that, that, that Spanish bubble butt. And the, the, the sisters loved it. Like, they'd come up and smack me on the ass. I'd be like, damn, somebody likes me. This is beautiful. Um, and I remember, okay. I remember, I remember being in my ninth grade school and there's this one girl, I still remember, remember she was so damn hot and she was talking to me and my friend comes up, he's like, oh, you go out with a black girl? I go, oh, oh, oh she's, oh, he goes, that's a good looking black girl. I go, that's a good looking girl, dude. That's a good looking girl. Let's get that shit straight. Uh, but yeah, I, I've been down with the sisters. Listen, I, I, one of my new jokes I tell, it's fucking funny. Dave Zasloff loves it. My mother, who we're Hispanic, our family, my mother used to come, always come up to me and say, Douglas, you're with Asian women, you're with black women. Why don't you ever date a Spanish woman? I'm like, and then she'd turn around and yell at my dad. Um, <laughs> I think that's probably why. Um, nevertheless, all right. Uh, I don't know if you saw the video. We're going to show it here on one of our stories about that guy who went crazy with the baby crying on the plane. Uh, have you ever been <laughs> on a plane with a crying baby? No, uh, no, I haven't. I haven't. I've flown a couple of planes. Been on. I've been on a couple of flights. I've been on a couple of flights. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't had that. And I'm happy. Yeah. Um, I'm terrified of heights, so I was this close to being the crying baby on the flight. <laughs> um, I have only been on a plane a couple times, but I was reaching out to my three year old nephew, like to hold my hand because I was terrified, and my sister's over there asleep, and I'm like, somebody please hold my hand. So, um. <laughs> As far as the man cussing out the baby, he cussed out the baby. He cussed out that baby. Like oh, wow. he was calling the baby little MFs and everything. <laughs> like yeah. he's and he was like, did he pay extra to scream? Did he pay? It? Yeah, he he went off on that yeah. baby. They didn't have any melatonin for the baby or something. Do you want to drug your baby for a flight? Is that what parents? I wouldn't, but I'm just saying they they could have you know a little night yeah. quail, just a little you know Harriet Tubman style. Yeah, we actually we're actually going to show the video. Out. We actually, we're actually going to show a video of that guy, but I thought one of the funniest lines was like, I'm yelling, the baby's yelling. I'm like, I guess you're a fucking idiot baby, dude. <laughs> fucking mentality. <laughs> it was fucking nuts. Uh, we're going to play a little bit in one of our stories. Uh, next question. Do you believe we landed on the moon? Jazz, do you believe we landed on the moon? Absolutely not. No? All in a no. Hollywood studio? Yeah, we lie about everything, bro. I don't trust nothing that they put out here. <laughs> like, if so, um, I feel like we have probably done other stuff that we don't know about, but I don't know about the whole moon landing. Um, you know, the older you get, it looks like a cute idea, but sometimes you're just like, hmm. Yeah. Just do the story. Brand We've been lied to about so much. We don't know what to believe at this point. Yeah. Brandon? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think we probably faked it. I think we faked it inside the studio. We wanted to beat uh, Rush up there, so we went to the studio, said we did it, shot a, uh, something up in the sky. Everybody happy. Hmm. Everybody happy. I can, I can, I mean, you know, you can't say you did it, you know? Well, they actually, they actually. Uh, I feel like. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, you go. Okay. Right, go. Um. We just, we, we, we still ain't found basic cures to stuff yet. Just the basic stuff you think we as humans would have figured out by now, but you mean to tell me we can, we can fly 
to space and make it back safely. How many successful space travels have we had, like, in my lifetime? A dozen or so. Hmm. Like, oh, actually, to the moon, they're supposedly, they landed on the moon a, two or th- a few times, two or three times, right, I think? Um, That's what they said. That's what they said. Yeah, well... Well, it, one of the things you look up, one of the, some of the astronauts placed a plate on the moon that a laser always measures the moon's distance. So it's actually we were on the moon. Um, all right. When it comes to dating, what is your biggest deal breaker, Jazz? Hmm. Uh, if you're boring, like, and I don't mean dangerous fun. I just mean, like, you got to have a personality. Uh, if you're, if you're... <clears throat> I don't know. Like, if you're just mean or you don't hear me out, if I don't feel love, that's a deal breaker. Yeah. Brandon? Um, no, like, I'm, I'm real old school. So, like, I'm like um, more like traditional roles. So, like, you know, like, um, someone can cook would be nice. You don't got to cook all the time. And that's like that. But, like, I like, I like, you know, I like traditional stuff. Like, you know, um, a soft spot to land, you know what I mean? So, and my newest, my newest thing, my newest thing is no one who has to go to therapy five days a week. That's oh. go to therapy. If you have to go to therapy every day, if you have to go to therapy each week. Yeah, that's for more than one day. You have multiple trips to the day. If you, that's probably gonna be a no for me. Is there a level of hotness that will make you like, avoid or ignore that aspect like if she's super smoking and she says i go to the i go to psychiatrist twice a week you're not going to go all right i'll deal with that shit you don't no, not, you don't no, you don't break you, no. you stick to your guns i gotcha dougie you ain't uh, never had my, a crazy girl oh fuck yeah i've had a crazy girl and you know uh, yeah. one of my deal breakers one of my deal breakers is bad breath and women who fart in front of me i i dump like two that. women for yeah, I, I I was dating this girl years ago. Well, I was obviously years ago, but um, and she was beautiful. She looked like Paul Abdul, and I started making out with her for the first time, and her breath smelled like ass. That was the last time I saw her. Um, I don't care if she, she didn't brush her teeth that night. Oh my god! All uh, right, no, there's no excuse for that. Um, there's no excuse for that. Exactly, and and you're right. You know, trouble if a woman says, "Oh," and the other thing is, this, you start going, you go out with somebody to date, and they're like, "Oh, you know, my ex boyfriend was an asshole. Oh, my other boyfriend was an asshole." I'm like, "Well, guess what? I ain't gonna be the next asshole boyfriend." Um, yeah, big one. In in lieu of uh, Don Lemon and uh, Tucker Carlson getting fired, have you ever been fired, Brandon? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's the worst? What's the worst experience or the funniest experience you ever had being fired? Um, I guess like the worst and kind of like the funniest was the same one. I was working at uh, I was working at Carvana, um, and everyone know they put they called us all on a Zoom call. It was remote, and it laid off twenty five hundred of us all at one time. <laughs> oh, it was shit. so funny. Yeah, and then, and it was like so everybody was like, "Hey man, are you gonna be in this Zoom call?" No, I'm not this one. Are you in this one? Yeah, I'm in this one. So we're trying to see who's in who's Zoom card. Like, well, this is a good worker. If they're in here, I should be safe. But we don't know how they decided what, how they decided who, cause, so you couldn't go by that. I could have lined up either. I could have lined up in a good worker side or the bad worker. They didn't, so, but they laid out 2,500 in one day, dude. And I was like, this is hilarious. Over Zoom call, oh, quickest. It was like, hey guys, if you're on this call, bad news. <laughs> <laughs> we're letting you guys go. 
Um, that one was bad. And then like, um, <laughs> I like laid off for this another job. We got bought out. Um, so they called, I, do, I was remote on this one too. So they said, Hey, we want to have everybody bring the computers in tomorrow. We want to, uh, <laughs> refurbish them. I was like, no, they mm-hmm. us. and it was like, no, bro. Yeah. There's nowhere they find. I was like, bro, you don't got to refurbish no computer. <laughs> I was like, we just, got, we just got bought out, you know, three months ago. If it lays the people off, it's like, no, man, that's not it. That's, that's not it, Brandon. Yeah. I come up in there, and it's like, hey, Brandon, I hand my computer. It said, well, it looks like Brandon know what this is. I was like, oh, oh yeah, but I was like, do I got to stay? It's like, no. I said, well, I got to sign. It's like, I was like, in my service package. Like, I don't care. I don't care to yeah. be talking. Why you letting me go? Yeah. yeah. Lay off, what, what fire, all the same to me. Yeah. I get you. All the same. Yeah. In the financial planning I business, that was, you, you haven't? But yeah, real quick, that's that was always a thing in the financial planning business. When they said, "Hey, come in and bring your laptop," that was it. <laughs> Party's it. over. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you knew. Party's uh, over. They, bring that laptop. They want their they, they want their equipment back. Jazz, you've never been fired. I said, as much, I've only been fired once. Um, yeah, I was working at a fine dining restaurant, and I graduated from college like a the summer before and they brought me in there and they was like we feel like you've outgrown the company we just need for you to sign this paper we want to let you go and i called my mama and she was like don't sign that paper she was like let them fire you do not sign that paper and i was like okay so uh i was <laughs> went back in the room and i was like do y'all want to fire me they was like no we just want to let you go and i was like well let me give y'all a reason to fire me so i cussed everybody out um from the office to the cafe came back did it again she was like i'm gonna need your shirt so i'm unbuttoning my shirt and i threw it at her i was like yeah y'all could just y'all could just told me i didn't want me here anymore but that's the only time other than that wow i like interesting jobs i like to leave them at the top yeah yeah there you go i agree uh here's a here's here's something i don't know if you're aware of but the pentagon says there is maybe an alien mothership in our galaxy and it's probing us as we speak and monitoring us do you guys think they're aliens and if you do are they friends or foe oh yeah it's aliens and they're 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 probably foe because you if you're you're a superior species why would you be friendly superior you gotta be friendly you can be foe I mean, it's, it's like it's like an ant asking, look at us, say, do you think humans are friends or foe? We're friendly, but we're definitely more enemy. Yeah, we've killed billions of them. Um, I feel like when it comes to aliens, it's very weird to just think we are the only living creatures in the Milky Way. Like, if you know how big space actually is and galaxies and Milky Ways and all that stuff, to think we're the only things alive you have to been on lost your mind bro so definitely believe is um other stuff out there i do believe that we are probably more advanced than some species and there are probably some species that are way more advanced than us um i wouldn't like to fight an alien personally i don't feel like we have the technology for the kinds that would come visit us but uh yeah i definitely believe it's something out there yeah it's hard to fight an alien when you know you don't know where their nuts are to kick them. Um, I would say uh, <laughs> that's your that's your strategy to saving the world. <laughs> I mean, the listen, nuts. that's your strategy. If you get attacked by a shark, you punch him in the snout. If you get attacked by an alien, you got to know where his nuts are. You know, you got to kick him in the nuts. If they're if they are him, can you imagine you run into an alien you're like I'm not a him, I'm a they. I'm like, oh, we fucking go. It went even outside the galaxy. <laughs> it's fucking stretched out the galaxy. 
Um, do you think artificial intelligence will help humanity or destroy it? What do you think? Oh, destroy it. Yeah. yeah. Hands down, destroy it. Hands down. Got it. For every step we take forward in technology, uh, hum human beings are losing everyday skills, bro. Think about it. When was the last time you did long division? When was the last time you like, did math? I always said if they were to find a way to shut technology down for like a week or so, people would be freaking out. No one knows like phone numbers anymore. No, like we're losing yeah. social skills. Um, kids nowadays know how to find anything on YouTube, but they can't solve a problem. They can't, they can't problem solve for anything. They can't figure stuff out. And it's just like, they're going to be more intertwined with technology than we were. I remember when MySpace and Facebook like first came out. Yeah. Now this is going to be like Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok is all these kids know like, TikTok is literally a parent to some of these kids. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. It's like I remember when the calculator came out. You know, my dad was like, "Don't use the calculator. You know, use your you know, write it, figure that shit out." I'm like, "I'm using the fucking calculator." No, 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 no. Hold on, pause. You ain't just gonna skate fast. <laughs> you remember the calculator came out? Like you just didn't say you remember the calculator came. Out. <laughs> yeah, I remember the calculator came out. What? I didn't even. I thought calculators always been here. <laughs> no, mean? no, they weren't. Um, yeah, absolutely. There, you know what I mean. But I think I think that's a great point. I think that's a great point. You know, it's too like I like I I had two jokes. who were comics and remind me of jokes. Like um like I I remember one of my jokes. Remember that show? Uh, you know, uh, uh, survival. You know, man versus wild. Remember that fucking show, Man versus Wild? Mm -hmm. Like they drop them off in the middle of a desert, and I got to figure. Yeah, you know, I thought I would be on Man versus Wild. All you got to do is take my phone away from me. I didn't have my navigation. I'd be fucked. I'm like, I wouldn't mm -hmm. know how to get anywhere. You know what I mean? It's true. Great point. Um, that kind of thing. All right. Uh, question. Uh, very important question. Our last question of. Uh, let me ask you: Does ketchup or mustard need to be refrigerated, Jazz? Mm -hmm. <sighs> Mustard, definitely, yes. Ketchup, it depends on what you believe in. Um, I think I keep all my condiments in the refrigerator, but mustard, if you leave your mustard in the in the cupboard, I don't trust you. Hmm. Brandon? But I will say this. Caucasian people have been known to keep their house at cooler temperatures, so they just leave everything out. <laughs> That's true. Brandon, yeah. what do you think? Um, yeah, I, I put both in the, fr in the uh, freezer. Yeah, like you said, once it's open, ketchup and mustard both got to go in there. You can't leave neither one out like that. Yeah. I put my hot sauce in the fridge. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I, mean, well, I think my I, hot sauce goes both. So nothing in the cabinet, so nothing in the fridge. But yeah, once we open it, it's going yeah, in the fridge. I put my hot sauce in the fridge. Well, since you worked, maybe the reason you got fired from a restaurant, Jazz, is because you don't don't really know the rule of condiment because mustard stays on the table. Uh, hot sauce stays on the table, like in you know, like a Tabasco jar and all that kind of stuff. Anything with uh -huh. vinegar and it doesn't have dairy in it does not need to be fridge. Matter of fact, mustard uh, should not go into the fridge because it gets mold as opposed to going bad. So you don't need to put mustard or ketchup in the fridge. They can stay in the yeah, fridge. Right now. Where's, right your in front of him? Where's your mustard? Where's your mustard at now? Where's your mustard at? <laughs> I'm sitting on it. Um, trying to keep it warm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I let's move on to you, if you yes. Married, what would you do if your wife decided to put the condiments in the refrigerator? I'd leave that bitch. 
<laughs> no. Wherever you are, Mrs. Almeida, please don't put the stuff in the refrigerator for the sake I, of your marriage. When I was looking at when I was looking at stories for the show, I was like, I, I came across this on like, did you know stuff? And I'm like, and I remember a buddy of mine used to always say that he was like, you got to put your ketchup in the fridge. And my wife was like, no, you don't. You know, and I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. Fuck who I know, you know, you don't have so, to. Uh, I, and yeah. no restaurants or nothing is it is it put up. It's all sitting on the restaurants. Yeah, and I also the, the idea. Find restaurant, so there was nothing on the table. We just saw the pepper, go. and they had to be kissing each other. all right let's move on let's move on to did you hear this is where we talk about stories from around the world and we try to make fun of them as comics would and here we go the irate passenger goes angry mid-air rant over a crying infant screamed and was in a tin can with the baby roll the footage uh ben of this guy uh and and he's married to a white woman and she's embarrassed the whole time if you watch the video his wife is just like oh my god i can't believe this fucking guy a man goes off on staff of- <laughs> you want me to scream <laughs> tell you to talk loud the baby's talking loud oh my god Golly. unbelievable I'm embarrassed uh, for him and his wife yeah, his wife was unbelievably embarrassed. Yeah. And you and you know what? Most sleep. people like this guy may be banned from flying. This guy may be going maybe go on the federal transportation rule where they may not let this guy fly again. Um you know I, tell I mean, you, imagine if you have your young children with you and you see he on the seat behind you, like you just gonna be like Shh. Did they kick him out? I mean, I think the stuff I think this happened like the whole flight. Like I think the baby started crying like yeah during the flight and yeah oh boy had a a real attack <laughs> like I yeah the guy like had a meltdown at some point they, yeah i think they're on they were on the way to fort lauderdale they were on the way to fort lauderdale and they had to stop in orlando they had to stop the plane in orlando emergency stop and everybody had to get off the plane because the guy wouldn't get off the plane i mean the looks this guy must have got from all these pat listen if i was on that plane i would have smacked the bitch i would have fucking went dude i'm getting off this plane because you're fucking yelling at a baby you know, you fucking idiot. Uh-huh. Um, unbelievable. Did the baby got uh, Yeah. <laughs> the baby actually spoke the fir- his first words and go, fuck you, dude. Um, <laughs> but this is interesting, too, because there was another story last week about a professional baseball. The pitcher for the Toronto Blue Jays got pissed because the the flight attendants, because he had two kids, baby, you know, young kids, and they were making a fucking mess. And, this, and the flight attendant made, him pick, made the mother clean it up, and he, he got all pissed off. Um, you know, which is an interesting story in itself because, you know, should the flight attendants just picked it up or should they made the mother pick it up? And, and I think there's context missing in that story. But if the, if the flight attendants are walking by and the kids are just throwing shit and the mother's not paying attention, make the mother pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. I got into the whole story. He got upset because she was pregnant. I think she's pregnant as well. And he was like, how dare you make my pregnant wife? But it's just like, I don't think people want to be responsible for their kids. I'm not saying yeah. I don't have any kids. Don't come for me, internet. Like, I don't have any <laughs> children, but I do work with them. Like, and a lot of times it's easier to be like, Ron is playing. They're not going anywhere. Let me just decompress for a second and get in my feels. It's like, no, you need to handle your child because they are making it harder for other people. Mm-hmm. I saw a lot of people be like, well, we don't expect people to, you know, clean up after their children at the movies. Certain situations cause certain things and that flight attendant was not happening yeah i think the guy who uh, yelled at the baby should have been on that flight like, <laughs> the 
with that guy on that flight. But you think I'm gonna clean up after that baby? <laughs> yeah, Get that baby out there and just yell at them. Then she should learn, you know, pick the stuff up. It is a missed opportunity. He should really be a flight attendant. Yeah, yeah that's what exactly. He should be on flight. <laughs> like you know, that like, would be like that, what that restaurant is. It's a flight, and you can put him on there. And that's what he do. He yell at people. Just yell at people yeah. at the grave through yeah. the hole. Yeah, okay. I, I don't do that once. You would fly once, just once. Yeah, I, I tell you what, I I start losing my mind when I'm in the back of the plane. I'm watching these people get off the fucking plane. I'm like, oh my god, can you guys figure this shit out? Like, fucking take forever to get off the fucking plane. What's, what's even funny is when uh, the people at the back get up. Like, Where are you going? It's a big line. Yeah, sit down, buddy. You're not going anywhere. Oh, sit down. Yeah. Relax. Relax. Yeah. And how about and how about those fucking people that try to weasel their way through? Like, are you that important? You know, you you think. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, you're, I've, got you're in... I've got a flight. I've got a connecting flight. We all got connecting flights. Yeah, exactly. Get, you know. Um, all right. Next story. Uh, parents upset over uh, whipped cream licking event at Kennewick Middle School. This was amazing. They they basically put a glass partition, and the students and the faculty had a lick on each side of that glass whipped cream off the glass, which is disgusting in any ways, but parents got pissed because it made it look like the teachers were kissing and licking the students. You guys are both frozen? That's oh. the reaction right now. Yes. <laughs> Shit. I thought you guys were yeah, like, <laughs> like, see, here's what I be want to know with stuff like that. <laughs> Nobody don't be like, hey man, that's a bad idea. Yeah, like, how many people did they have to go through and I'm pretty sure the right people were not on the board because imagine having like a school meeting and it's like, you know, it'd be great. Let's, let's get a piece of class. You know, you know who approved it? The Pope. <laughs> Pope. Actually, the Dalai Lama. The Dalai Lama says, then they can lick my, then they can suck my tongue. I got it confused. All right, all right, stop it. Let me do that again. Let me do it again. Hey. You know who probably approved it? Oh, the Dolly Lama. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, lick my tongue. I know, uh, I know you're somebody right. Doing somebody, a religious leader, somehow. Odd, actually, oddly enough, the people that approved it was the same people at uh, Bud Light that approved uh, Mulvaney, uh, Dil Dylan Mulvaney, oh, okay. for being the spokesperson. Same person made that decision. <laughs> Um, they, they gonna come for you yeah they definitely coming for Doug <laughs> come and get it I, i've been very vocal about this whole story about all you know this whole nonsense i i can't go through yahoo news or any type of news source without watching endless stories about transgender drag shows and all this kind of shit i'm like how fucking a, a real this is really what we're talking about this is really the stories that we have to what is it brandon you lost us at yahoo news <laughs> <laughs> Why are you looking at Yahoo? Yeah. Yahoo, Yahoo still up? Yahoo still open? You could have went to yeah, AOL got... for this information like our voice said. I look at Yahoo News. <laughs> Yahoo ain't a chocolate milk. Yahoo ain't a giant. Yeah. You, you, Google looked at him like, like, we were finna sponsor his podcast. Oh, but as soon as he, he said. He was there when the calculators got invented. And he still looks at Yahoo News. <laughs> Dougie was there from the beginning of interracial day. <laughs> I was the first. I fell in. I fell in love with uh, who was a who was the girl on Good Times? Valona. Who was her name? Valona. Yeah. Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God! Me and my brother had the biggest crush on her. Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> you can say it. I'm tired of seeing it on Yahoo Mail. <laughs> he get it mailed to his house and read the article. <laughs> 
Oh, you don't get the Yahoo newspaper? They stopping it in September, Dougie. Oh, that's sad. Uh, I'm going to find a new source. Uh, here's a great story. Um, man woke up to find his dog had chewed his toe to the bone. Look at that loving dog. Sir. How? Sir. Were you dead? Were you in a coma? It's fake. Yeah, it's look at that guy. Look at the look Wait, at the dog, that dog man. Like he got insurance policy out on that man. <laughs> that dog. How you let a dog? He's the beneficiary. The and you don't know. He's talking me. Well, he if you guys read, if you down. read this part, read the story, the guy two things. What he ended. Thank God for the dog. What he ended up finding out was that he had two clots in his leg. He has diabetes. He had two clots in his leg, so the, the, the he didn't feel the pain. So the, you know, so the dog may have saved his life and fucked up his toe. Yeah, show the picture of the toe. Here's, here's, there. Ooh, look at that. Oh, he just chawed on a little bit. Okay, he didn't go all the way out. Okay, he just gnawed on. Yeah, uh, yeah, he chewed to the bone. It was basically cut through the bone, but you know, there you go. Oof. Any, First off, was he feeding the dog? It's more to the story. Uh, no, he was sleeping on the couch, and his foot was hanging over the edge of the couch, and the dog came over and started nibbling a little bit, and he says, "This tastes like diabetes." <laughs> Just imagine like you feel this at your, I don't care how dead your leg is. Like you got to feel this at some point. I don't know why that's a weird motion, but I just yeah. feel like. You guys are feeling porn. Um, <laughs> well, moral of the story, don't have diabetes and don't let your toes stick out if you have a baby uh, bulldog. Um, this, this fucking story is amazing. Uh, Video shows drunk man falling from 19th floor. Stands up unfazed and sings on his way to the hospital. Um, look at this guy. <clears throat> oh, it's fast. 19 floors. Look at him. I'm all right. I'll brush it off. Probably because he was so drunk, man. Yeah. Yes. You're right. The guy was drunk and he was on somebody else's balcony. He was wasted and he fell on somebody's car. I know there have been like incidents of like people getting in car accidents and being so drunk and they're just like, mm, yeah. no, like they're so drunk. I, I don't even know like 20 stories. Is Bro a superhero? It might be. What's the one with Bruce Willis was in? Yeah, Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Un un yeah, un yeah. They sound real. Well, I, there, there is, there is, there is a lot to what you did. There's a lot to what you said, Jazz. Usually, if you're in a car accident, the people who get more fucked up are the ones who see it coming and try to brace for it. And the brace makes uh -huh. the body rigid and causes things to break, uh, as opposed to the person who doesn't see it coming and they just kind of, you know, they they just jellyfish yeah. oh. into it. Oh snap! Big, yeah, uh, very good. Um, Next story, Kentucky woman wins $500,000 from a birthday present her cheap-ass husband bought her. What else are you going to get? You ever get somebody to buy you lottery tickets for your birthday? This guy spent $100 on scratch-off lottery tickets, and his wife ends up winning half a mil. Good for her. Good for him. Good job. I mean, that wasn't... You got a $500,000 for my birthday. Good job. And um, lottery tickets had to be something she's into because people don't just randomly buy you lottery tickets. Unless your job took all the PPP loan money and decide that's how they're going to give you a raise this year. 
<laughs> I mean, good, that's a good or bad thing. That's like crowd work and go well and go bad. You know, like, hey, I'm going to spend $100 on lottery tickets, and if she don't get shit, she's going to be pissed and remember that bad gift. But it worked out well. Yeah. Um, our, uh, here's a story. La- la- leg lengthening surgery is gaining popularity amongst men in the U.S. This is a real thing. Uh, men are tired of being <laughs> short, so they're adding length to their legs. Brandon, how tall are you? Six one. Six one. Yeah. And and you actually, Jazz, you're tall as well, right? You're like five eight, five nine. Five twelve. Five twelve. <laughs> She's six foot. Um, well, there you go. Ja- Brand- uh, Jazz, hey. would you date? Yeah, hey, I was Jazz- looking at Dougie. Like, uh, I don't I was, know. I, I really do wish I was five ten. Um, no, I think it's bro. Everybody want to improve something. I don't see nothing wrong with short men. I've never been a, a short man. I don't know, but it seems like a lot of them are being tall and they great. But I guess for men, like the security come with height. It's 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 a bigger difference for guys. Like you can understand. Like if you're under. What'd you say, Dougie? Maybe five nine. Under, what'd you say on the five nine five? First eight? off, ask Dougie how tall he is. Dougie's definitely. Yeah. Dougie's, you, you were five ten, mm-hmm. right? Five nine. Um, five I, you know, I was I was five nine, but I've reached that age where I'm shrinking. I'm actually five seven and a half. Five, yeah. I'm just under five eight now. Yeah, that's a real thing. I don't know why it happens, but that's a real thing. Yeah. 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 I, yeah so any, anything on the five five nine, probably yeah, I could see him being like, oh man, I get it. Look at Jazz looking at me. Want to see my face? Gain out of that, like from what I read from it, like they'll be they'll go from like five seven to five nine, yeah, and it's just extreme. like you did that to still be under five ten. Like, what's the point of it? Yeah. You can keep you can do it numerous times. Why are they adding the bone to the thigh? Break your, break your leg and then add it. So in the thigh area. Yeah, they so usually do it. They're probably eventually just going to be super low. <laughs> you know what happened. You're going to have one hell of a lap for all your kids to sit on. Um, yeah, like yeah. something. Oh, they're going to hate you on airplanes. Oh, I know they're yeah, going to hate got, you on airplanes and in the back seat. I mean, like, like yeah. they would be on something like. I don't know why they would do that. Would you consider it, Dougie? No. No, no, I wouldn't. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I already did it. I used to be 5'3". Um, <laughs> so, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, I wouldn't put my body through anything like that. Like, you know, I, I would never consider a penal implant. I would never, cons- you know what I mean? Uh, nose job. I would, I don't, I'm not going to, I'm not vain. I don't suffer from the, one of the seven sins of vanity. Um, I thought you were advertising that, there a little bit. That, like, yeah. <laughs> like you wanted the latest. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the worst part is my wife, the funny thing, my wife, it's, and you know, we would go out somewhere, tall men, she'd always stay like, I see a tall guy coming. I said, here come my wife's going to start looking at the tall guy, you know, cause it's all the time. She fucking, you know, women love them fucking tall guys. So, uh, that, that would make you get a little pissed about it. And the worst thing about height, like I, I played competitive soccer. I was a goalkeeper. Goalkeepers need to be like six, five, six, six. They're like a forward on a basket. You know, I was five, eight, five, nine. And I made it, I played competitive in college and professional soccer. I can only imagine if I was six, two. So height, yeah, height yeah, was yeah, a big a issue. That's the difference between uh, being an opener at Comedy Zone and being uh, on TV. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, all right, our last story, real quick. Chinese man sent to prison for scaring eleven hundred chickens of his neighbors to death. Guy goes <laughs> in there, scared the shit out of eleven hundred chickens. 
came in with some barbecue sauce and a fucking grill, and they all got the shit scared out of them. Um, only in China. It wasn't a black guy. I was just going to say, um, I'm happy they specified it was an Asian man. And thanks for saying that because I know the Asians' wings prices should be a little lower now that they got all them freaking chicken. We can't um, eat this. Those are the only kind they eat, right? No, we can't eat something that dies of natural causes. But he just scared them, so the chickens had a heart attack, cardiac arrest. You can't arrest. eat dead stuff like that. Oh. You have to kill it. You can't? You can't eat dead stuff like that. You can't, you can't eat, you can't eat something that dies of natural causes. No, you can't eat anything that dies of natural causes. No. I don't know why. Look it up. It's a reason. Yeah, that's it. I that's an it. Boy. Some culture, like, the food has to be pure, and they can't eat certain things that were killed in a certain manner, but... If the chickens died from cardiac arrest, may they be shipped straight to Chick Fil A or Zaxby's? I just feel like they served their purpose. Hmm. I scared that man. Yeah, what was he doing to the chick? Uh, he actually was like flashlight scared. Like re- they all raced to the back of the pen, and they all got freaked out, and they died from heart attacks. Um, yeah, that's how it happened. You know, if we say the wrong thing, we're gonna be on the stop Asian hate train. But uh, yeah, exactly. I feel like <laughs> Gigi Gigi Ping's gonna fucking send the send over people. All right, uh, we're rolling out the end of the show. It's time for let's associate. Here's where I come up with a word. You guys tell me the first thought, word, or story that you think, and we'll do one word. You guys will each share. We'll take turns in rotation. Uh, our first word, starting with jazz, helpless. Um, I want to say first thing I thought of was like disabled people but that's just because I work with special needs children and a lot of situations like they're helpless and you just want to help them that's the first place I thought of but that's my that's my life I, I like helping those who can't always do for themselves gotcha Brandon first of all I thought you said hopeless <laughs> And I was gonna say, I was like, why is she talking about disabled people? Because I'm like hopeless romantic, but like this makes helpless makes yeah. a lot more sense. So I didn't even think of the word, so I threw that one all together. So um helpless <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't got one for that one because I was, was thinking of the wrong word. Okay. Uh, I was all thinking right. the wrong word. We'll move on. Poser. Brandon, start with you. Poser. Oh. Man, first thing I, I just thought of for some reason was those old movies like Grease and somebody in the corner. Hey, yo, look at that poser over there. That's the first <laughs> thing I thought of was the uncool dude <laughs> in the corner with the wrong type of blue jeans on and the wrong type of leather jacket. And everybody else like, yo, cool it, daddy O's. <laughs> we got some posers over there. And Derek, you talking about, yeah, get all calculators out. I was just going to say, how old are you? You never watched Grease? I've watched Grease, but yeah, you know, Grease He's is made... a musical, right? Yeah, it was a movie. Yeah, a it's, musical, a mo- right? it's a musical or movie that with John John Travolta and um, and uh, Olivia Newton John. Uh, yeah. that came out. Okay, and... the guy who wrote the motorcycle, not not John Travolta, the other guy. Who was that? Mm-hmm. He wrote the motorcycle. He jumped over the car. Not not because both... we're going to bowl tonight. It's more than one Grease, right? Any three of them? Oh yeah, it's a couple of greases. Was there? Anyway. Well, we only acknowledge the person. Yes. I, I never anyway, read that on Yahoo it. News. <laughs> it hasn't came <laughs> out yet. <laughs> yeah, it's, they're still getting to that story. Um, 
uh, poser, uh, poser jazz. What do you think of the word poser? Uh, so the first thing I thought of, there's a guy named Mike Poser, and he had a song with two chains called Every Time I'm in Town. Every, yeah, it's a very good song. Um, I suggest you guys listen to it. It's a, it's a no, great song. How the song, song go? Y'all are my clean. You already know. Hey. Every time I'm around, ooh, ooh, it's a, it's a great song. And yeah, then I thought about life. So, yeah, it's a, it's a great song. <laughs> yeah, like there you go. Okay. Love it. Um, let's go with this one. Skinny dipping. Jazz. First thing I thought of was an octopus. Um, Skinny dipping octopus, skinny dipping. <laughs> I have a fear of octopuses. And I just been thinking about anytime I'm in a body, I'm not a fan of water. Like, I don't like big bodies of water or anything like that. If you guys have ever been on a cruise, one of the most scariest sights at nighttime is to look out just a month. Because you don't know, like, as we were talking about space earlier, I feel like the water is equally as scary. And so I straight went octopus. And if an octopus got a hold of me and I'm naked, like how can you defend yourself? All those sucker, all those suckers, and on the tentacles, where would they go? And I think like aren't some? I like the tentacles. The tentacles aren't all soft, are they? No, that's the squid I'm thinking about. It's the squid. It equally as scary. I don't. It's not for me. Um, maybe in somebody's pool, you know. Uh, that's a nice way to get put on a um. No, not a t-shirt. Uh, um, no trespassing list. So I'm just gonna yeah. go jump in people's pools when the weather permits. <laughs> Yeah, because you said skinny because I thought it was poos. I didn't think about the octopus. I didn't think about octopus. octopus man or whatever yeah. as you think of. Okay. Do you, uh, Brandon, do you remember the first time you went skinny dipping? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I grew up in a, I grew up in the country, man. So everybody, all my neighbors, all had poos. So it was like, yeah, man, we went went skinny dipping in one of my neighbors' pools. Yeah, I just went over there and jumped in it. Wait, was this a group skinny dip? No, dude, it was just we all took turns. One of them would go and then jump out and run, and the other one would go and jump out and run. And we all can go together because it's weird. So you go one at a time with a lookout, and the other person um, at the other end for the lookout. So one would run, jump in the pool, swim around, put your stuff back on, and jump out. You know that sound equally as weird, right? Oh, I know. Yeah, now that sounds it out loud. equally yeah. as weird yeah. to yeah. just have two of your homeboys watch you swim naked. Yeah. They didn't watch it. They had to look out. <laughs> How do you know what they were doing? You're you you're in the pool. What's that against the rope? Yeah. yeah, I can't see everything. You yeah. see. How do you how do you fuck <laughs> how do you know what your boys are doing? Um I, you know. I was hoping it was on lookout and not lookout. A branding. <laughs> <laughs> you dick. <laughs> exactly. Oddly enough, after I went skinny dip, one of my friends used to call me a lot more often. Um Okay, That's great. Dougie. I see what you're doing yeah. now, my guy. And our last word is enough. You can go first. <laughs> enough. Um, <laughs> Dick. Um, let's see. That's enough crowd work for today, Dick. No. I was just trying to get... <laughs> no. <laughs> No, no, like, like every, I hear enough. I hear we hear the word enough. I just see a parent saying that's enough. Don't do that. That's enough. I just see, a, I instantly see a grandparent or a parent 
understand you, that's enough, whatever you're doing. Because enough is never followed by anything good. No one says, oh, that's enough. Oh, it's usually something bad. That's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, oh, that's enough for my plate. It's not, it's not there. It's, it's like, that's enough of you. Yeah. I've had about enough of you. You know, yeah. oh, that's enough of that fool. It's never good. It's I've never, never heard enough using a good whiskey. Uh, unless you're at Olive Garden and they're like, cheese. You're like, that's enough. No, we don't say that's <laughs> enough. You say, I'm good. He's like, you say that's enough? I don't stop them. <laughs> they're, st they're still pouring it uh that's fucking great that you're right nothing happens after enough like enough like that's enough and like what do you that's it after that's a, that's a period enough you know what i thought of so i got a homeboy and he got into it with another homeboy of ours and he could have said that's enough but instead he was like you said plenty <laughs> so now like it's just a different way to say that's a, that's enough because every time i'm like why don't you just say that was enough he insisted on saying you said plenty I think that's enough. That's all. That's all we have yeah. time for here on the Wake Up Play with Dougie Show. We've had enough of this show today. That's enough. I want to thank that's my guests right. Brandon Rainwater and Jazz Gill for joining us today. You guys, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, Jazz, Thanks what you got coming up? What you got coming up? You want to share? Uh, coming up, um, couple local shows here and there. Um, you can follow me on Facebook, um, Jazz Gill or Instagram, Jazz for Laughs. I Jazz for Laughs twenty four seven. I post a whole bunch of my events up there because every time people ask me that, I go completely blank. Um, hopefully some some big stuff coming around the corner. We're not gonna talk about it, but hopefully we're just keeping our fingers crossed. And yeah, just be on the lookout for this face because you're gonna be seeing a lot of it. That's right. Brandon? Uh, no, just uh, about to say, man, we'll finish up the tour with the guy I'm with on Ginger Billy. And then um, uh, August, I got a couple of tour dates. I got, you know, planning out now. So hopefully I have a, you know, while he's taking his year off, hopefully I have a good, you know, year and so on the road. So, you know, that's it, man. I'm just excited about in the road again, you know, headlining. So, yeah, that's see. great. Fingers crossed. That's it, man. Congratulations on that. Uh, but if you're ever in Greenville, if you ever get a chance to see any of the uh, either Jazz or Brandon, be sure to do it. And uh, it's fun. I, I am. Uh, I've got some stuff coming on. I'm gonna. I got a sold out show and some distillery here in South Carolina. I'm gonna be home in the South Carolinas for most of this month and next month. Uh, I will be a host for the Greenville Comedy Zone most of the month of May. So if you're ever in Greenville, you're gonna come to Greenville. Or if you're in Greenville, come out to the shows at the Comedy Zone in Greenville. I'll be your host. Uh, most of the month and uh, go to DougieAlmeida.com for all my dates. And of course, Instagram at Dougie dangerous and the funny fiduciary on TikTok and on Twitter. And like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and share the video with your friends. If they enjoy having a laugh or two and uh, that's it. We'll be back next week with an all new show right here at the same spot. God bless.